got her wedding dress. Yeah, well, one of two. So um, for those who don't know, I'm getting married in January in the U.S. and then uh, in June of next year in Portugal. So I got my Portugal wedding dress. Yes, Renato is Portuguese. So they're going over there to be with his fam. Yeah, so it's so cute. And um, it was like, I, I didn't put it on the day I picked it up, actually, which is surprising. <laughs> I, uh, I put it on the day after. Do people say you're not supposed to pick it up? Or, or you're not supposed to put it on, I mean? I have no or, idea. I don't care. I'm not weird like that. I'm putting it on. I look hot as hell in that dress. <laughs> I want to see it. I paid my own hard earned money for it. I want yeah. to see it. I mean, I still have to have it altered. Well, it fits me pretty perfectly. It just needs to be hemmed and have, like, different um, boob cups in it because the regular kind don't fit around the tatas. <laughs> yeah. Gotta make sure um, those are comfy. Yeah. Um, and that's about it. Otherwise, the, the just the regular size fit me perfect. Also, I mean, I just have to address the elephant in the room. Listeners, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, so I've been like radio silent the last, but I now I owe three episode recaps. We have to. I don't understand how. how, how we missed. What? Okay. Because, okay. Because we, <laughs> the, the week that, um, Connor went home. Basically. Mm-hmm. Connor. Is we back, talked right? about that. Yeah. We talked about it and I have notes from it, but then like that week went by and it was like, I couldn't get around to it. And then I had to get on my flight, I think on Saturday or something like that. And I was like, shoot, I'll have to like do it myself or do it with Jason. And then I was going to ask you to do the one while I was on vacation. Cause I was right. On- Cause you did. And I was like, okay. And then you're like, never mind. I'll do it with Jason. And then yeah, next week I was a whole hot mess about it. So basically listeners, I apologize to all <laughs> three and a half of you. Like maybe someone in their kid or like <laughs> Carly and her daughter or something. Maybe like, <laughs> no, Carly does not watch the bachelorette. I cannot get her to watch it. And it's, it's, it's really sad. It's a sad experience for me that I cannot <laughs> share it with her. <laughs> my cousin said that they were, or my cousin and my aunt actually said, um, that they were listening to the podcast <gasps> because I told them about it in Maine. Basically, I just went on a vacation in Maine. Um, a lot of my family, uh, has houses there and it's just part of my childhood and my life. So I ended up going to Maine. Um, and my cousins and my aunt were like, we don't watch the bachelorette, but we want to listen to your podcast for our road trip. Cause they were, they left when we did. And, um, I was like, which one are you on? And my cousin was like, the one where Aubrey's talking about how her mom is asking way too many questions. And I can so relate <laughs> moms everywhere. are Like, we don't care. We need, to, we need to ask these questions. I was like, literally stop talking. I felt like Greg in that moment. We have a we have a friend, Greg, from college who is gets so angry when people talk during movies. Like, yeah, like outrage. Like, about to like not be friends with you anymore. Like outrage. Like maybe won't invite you over anymore, type of outrage. No, he like will not watch movies with you if you if you talk the whole time. I don't know. I have to giggle about that though, because I'm so like that. I'm always like, what's going on? Like Jason wants to kill me. If I don't Oh, know me what's too. On, me too. I don't I don't really care. I'm just like, but what? I know. I'm like, well, why did he do that? Renata's like, I've seen the same amount that you have. I don't know. <laughs> I know. Jason always goes, I'm watching the same thing you are. <laughs> <laughs> 
whatever. Half the time he like knows, like if it's Marvel stuff or something, I'm asking like a bazillion questions. So I have to relate to your mom on that one. And me and my, I feel like me and my mom are both like that. Or maybe not. Maybe my mom is good with not asking questions, but I don't know. I have to giggle about that. And I love that they wanted to listen to it. That is so cute. Well, I'm glad that they listened to it too. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, we have to somehow cover three, three episodes. So, I, but I still over. don't understand. I'm still stuck. I swear it was only two. It was what? this week and last week. What are you confused about? I don't know. I, I guess it doesn't matter. <laughs> the first <laughs> week that we talked about when Kyle left, we had the notes, you took the notes, like we were planning on doing it. And then I just let the week get, get away with. So we never recorded it. So we never recorded it. Cause we're always so bad. And we wait till the last minute. And then I was like, whatever, I'll just be one behind or we'll do a twofer. And then, like, I stopped worrying about it. And just, anyway, anyway, here are my notes for basically the episode that Connor left and when the WoWo challenge was introduced. Yeah, they had the WoWo challenge episode five, which never comes up again for some reason. And was- honestly, that was like so ridiculous. And then when they brought it up at Men Tell All, it was like, what? You're bringing this back? <laughs> No one ever, what? Yeah, no one ever even talked about it. And I love that um, they showed the flashback and Michael, Mike, Daddy Michael A was just like, oh yeah, I broke. Like, Daddy guys, Like, what even was that? Like, who even cares? Like, what do you think? They're going to be like marking tallies about your woe-woeing? That that was also the episode that people were getting on Hunter for being a fanboy, which I kind of was like, honestly, like, leave him alone. Like, if he's a fanboy, he can't just like, I don't know. He can't just pretend he doesn't know anything about the show if he knows stuff about the show. So that was the episode when they, like, tried to begin his demise, um, which basically kind of starts to work. Yeah, um, because because during the challenge, which was like, what the fuck even was that challenge? Because it was supposed to be a roast, but then they were like, it's a debate. And tell us why you're the best for Katie or some shit. It was so, like, no one understood the assignment. There was no roasting except just, like, uncomfortable one-offs. And yeah. then... And Hunter lying, which was... And Hunter lying, but... Which um, they also dragged him for at the mental... <laughs> oh, yeah, they like did. the whole, like, like when they, like, reviewed, like, all the drama and then were ready to start the mental all, the last, the last, like, 45 seconds of that thing was basically like, oh, yeah, and this is when Hunter, like, super doubled down on lying and we're just going to show you guys again. <laughs> it was stupid. And I kind of felt bad for him, though, because of the fanboy thing I was saying, but yeah, he made himself look, uh, look pretty dumb, but I don't think he was, um, as bad as everybody was making him out to be kind of like the Thomas thing, but highlights of this was that they had my two favorite drag Queens. Well, one of my favorite drag Queens. I love Shea Coulee too, but Monet exchange is my girl. And Greg and I saw her on the street in New York. And it was like the coolest thing that's ever happened to us. Yeah, she is, like, so hilarious, and we, like, made eye contact and smiled at her, and, like, but we were cool, though. We were just, like, we know who you are, but we appreciate you. (laughs) Oh, my God, Casper, my dog keeps farting today. (laughs) Before, I went to just go talk to him, and he just smelled like a fart. Like, I was in his adorable little face, and I was, like, why do you just, like, emit fart right now? (laughs) Oh, my God, it's awful. We gave him Little Caesars last night for dinner. Well, there you go. (laughs) No more of that. Um, So, yeah, then Justin gets the one-on-one on on this um, episode also, and that's kind of the first time anybody's ever like, oh, like, she likes him, which was also kind of, like, weird. And then they had to do those fake wedding vows, which is also kind of, like, weird. So uncomfortable. But I just love Katie because you can just tell she's looking at everything as an exercise. Like, I can just see it on her face. She's just like, 
such a bad bitch. Like, I'm just going to be, yeah. it's going to be an exercise. <laughs> and yeah. that's what I was thinking. I was like, okay, they're doing an exercise, but kind of weird. Um, okay. But- so then the main other points are that she sends Connor home on his one-on-one. Right. Absolutely. Um, but then Blake coming in hot, swooping up to cheer her up, which was like the sweetest fucking thing. I love them so much. They have to be together. Yeah, that was actually really sweet. He he's growing on me more and more, like as as um Yay! Yeah, as more as um <laughs> time goes on. Did we also find out though that also in this episode that Katie's dad wasn't her biological father. Oh, yeah. What? What? It's kind of like a... Well, I mean, not that like, that's, like, too crazy, but I was like, oh, that's interesting. I know. She just, like, casually and I, I kind of wish they talked about it before because I think that would have been, like, another demographic of people that would have been like, oh, mm. God, thank you. Like, I feel related to you about, um, like, you know, her father passing and feeling, you know, so connected to him, but he wasn't That's so... Father. And the fact that she didn't find out until after her dad died, like... <sighs> oh, shoot. Yeah, I forgot about that, too. Yeah. <laughs> How did ABC just glaze over that? Maybe the maybe the I don't I don't know. Know. maybe we'll talk about it more now that they're about to do hometowns. But um, yeah, I, honestly, I can't believe uh, that Connor went home, and I w- I couldn't get over the fact that literally everyone cried. Like this was um, up until last night with the Andrew goodbye, which was like probably one of the most painful goodbyes I've seen in like years mm-hmm. for like one of the leads and the other contestant or whatever. But overall, the worst goodbye for everyone, which isn't even usually a thing, but for Connor's goodbye, it was. Everyone was crying. The Connor it was, was so cute. The like, boys loved the him. All the dudes were freaking crying. Everybody mm. was crying. Katie was crying. Connor was crying. Ugh, the poor guy about the kiss. About the kiss, oh. man. Ugh. But anyway, I mean, yeah, that was really the only thing that I could even like after so much time has passed, I was like, yeah, man, Connor went home. Yeah. But then she like, because she sent Connor home and then she sent Trey home and then she kept Brendan. Right. Yeah. And Mike P like, what the fuck? I mean, obviously guy, right? Yes. I mean, I guess I think she was trying to get rid of all the, like all the bad eggs that were just kind of like, yeah. Causing stuff that didn't have to do with marrying her. Well, and she probably had to keep a certain number of guys. So producers were probably like, no, you can't eliminate them all. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 Um, Okay. Well, let's goes home in that episode too. Obviously Hunter, Hunter, Hunter doesn't get the, um, the rose. That was like the big, like twist of that episode. Mm-hmm. We were thinking maybe she was going to give Hunter the rose and then she doesn't, which I kind of saw coming because ultimately, like, regardless of the drama, like, I just don't think that they really vibe. Um, mm-hmm. I don't, I just didn't see them together any, anyway, but, um, yeah. And I thought that it was like commendable of him that he like kind of stayed strong during like all the, when all the guys were kind of just like dragging him and Aww. I kind of, I kind of was like, all right, well, I'm not into you anymore, but you really, you, you really weren't as bad as everybody made you seem. They really tried to make him a villain and I don't know if you think it worked, but yeah. Um, yeah. So okay. After next Connor episode. Goes home, she's like, all right. Um, she's talking to Tasha and she's like, um, yeah, like sending Connor home was hard, but I'm ready to focus on everything else. And that's how the episode opens up. And then, um, I don't know. For, I think like it's all the guys talking and randomly like Brendan gets a bunch of screen time. And I was just like, so who's Brendan? <laughs> right. Like, 
And it made me How, feel bad. What? It made me feel bad for him because you could tell he was really frustrated, like that he wanted the one-on-one, and he's like, I haven't had that time. And at this point, him and Mike both haven't had time, and they're still being really like good sports about it. And I'm just like, I don't care about you. Like, I hate when the when the producers do that or the editing they do that. Mm-hmm. We're not invested in him at all. It's like, I don't know. It's like they I feel like they have a number of people that they're supposed to like zero in on in terms of like what's going on in Katie's world, like as the episodes get closer to the end, it's like, okay, we have to focus on like, like this many guys in this episode or something. It's just like, well, I feel like in terms of his feelings, like I think she was going to send him home the night Hunter went home. But then like we were just saying, like kept him because she got rid of like all the people causing drama. Um, But brain fart. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I remember. But because he stayed, I think that maybe he got the wrong idea. Like, oh, okay. Maybe she still wants to see where this goes with me. And, like, she didn't really. (laughs) Yeah. And then Blake gave him that realness. Blake was like, Blake was like, listen, you need the one-on-one. He was like, you won't get to hometowns without a one-on-one. And it's happened time and time again. I think he even said that. Like, time and time again. Maybe not, but he basically gave him the realness, like, you need the one-on-one, and you could see his gears turning. So then they come in with a date card. <laughs> and, Greg, and, of course, he doesn't freaking, get the one-on-one. And freaking Greg gets it. And then Blake's face, he literally looks like the meme of his <laughs> kid, like, on the couch, crossing his arms, like, being pissed. Do you know that little meme I'm talking about? No. It's it's a little kid, and he's crossing his arms on the couch, and he has, like, red hair, and he's just, like, pissed. And, like, there's memes going around <laughs> that say, like, me when I don't have iced coffee in the morning or stuff like that. <laughs> I feel like this was Blake. He literally had such a stank face on. He was like, mm. <laughs> so mad. Like, not hiding the human at all. And then, basically, um, Mike and uh, what's-his-face are like, yeah, it's all good, dude. Um it was this the time when um when does Mike get the one on one late? Oh no, that's on the is that later in the that's the there second one on one. Yeah, there were two one on ones. Yeah. So whatever, Brendan doesn't get it again, Mike doesn't get it again, and Greg gets another freaking one on one, and it's just like such a Greg one on one. yeah. Like the oysters and throwing the fish, and then he broke the lights. It was kind of funny when he broke the lights, but just that like, was kind of funny. It was like well, you're just like throwing a fish around. I just feel like, what are you guys gonna do after this? It's like cool, you guys get along and you're having fun, but I just don't see like, like what are we even talking about on this day? You're just throwing fish at each other. But it was cute. <laughs> I like I like that they were showing a little bit of Seattle and the market. Like it was a cute reenactment. Yeah, it is cute. Yeah. And I liked when they were like dancing and he didn't do a TikTok move. He did this funny little like fish swimming thing, <laughs> which I thought was kind of cute. And it was like one of the one, I think it was the second time I really liked Greg. The first time I really liked Greg was when I thought he looked hot playing rugby for like three seconds. <laughs> and then this was, I think, oh, you know what? The third time, because I also liked when he was like, I think that Katie's going to really enjoy Blake. And I'm really concerned about him being here because I really just think that he's a contender. I liked him then because he wasn't, <laughs> dragging him through the mud and I liked him uh dancing doing that little fish move I was like that was cute and it wasn't a TikTok move and it kind of turned me on in a weird way I don't know why um (laughs) moving right along (laughs) right along um yeah then they're sucking oysters like who the hell knows um and they have um they have dinner and I don't know I didn't really take notes about the dinner like I didn't I just feel like he's not very intellectual and I think at one point he said ecstatical, <laughs> ecstatic, ecstatic, ecstaticized, 
He said it wrong. He said it wrong. He like combined two words together, like ecstatic and excited. And Jason was like, did you hear that? I was like, yeah, I did. I'm glad you heard that too. Cause I thought maybe I was just hearing things. I don't know. Do you remember anything about the dinner? Cause I don't. Literally. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like he's meh. Blah. Like, yeah, they have, they have cute chemistry and like they giggle and have fun together. But I just like, the only time we've seen that deeper level of their relationship was when they talked about their dads. Yeah. That's it. She just seems so connected to him. She just seems like, and she always says like there was a spark from the beginning. Like I think she's just really wrapped up in him. Like, I think that's the only thing that explains it because otherwise I really don't think that they're very, they like, I don't think they're very compatible. I don't know. I just really don't find him. I don't want to be rude, but I just don't find him intellectual enough for her. From what Ooh. I understand of her. But I don't know. Yeah. You have to be on my level. Yeah, I and don't I'm know. getting I just, a master. I just feel like she asks so much of like, I mean, granted, Greg has come, I mean, Greg has showed up this whole time and like, I guess, you know, showed up for everything that she's asked for of everyone. But I feel like she, like she asks of a lot, asks a lot of the guys in general, like with the challenges and even with like other conversations with other people. Like, I feel like she holds a lot of the guys to like a super high standard. And for some reason, I don't think I don't feel she does that with him. Like she was just satisfied, like getting hit by a fish. (laughs) And I, I guess she's good with that. I mean, she was literally like head over heels and then they kissed in the rain for like five minutes, which I would have been like, okay, like I'm literally sopping wet now. Yeah. Like enough, (laughs) but it was kind of cute. Like, he he was into it and she was into it and I liked that she was like it always rains in Seattle like I thought that was cute but um so yeah whatever their one on one is just whatever and the guys are all brooding about it back at the house the whole time classic um, and then oh by the way I knew that Andrew was not from the U S he's from Austria no he lives there now oh but is he from like no he, he plays there? football there I don't know. Oh, because remember when I was like, isn't he Australian or something? Like a couple of No, he lives there now. So they're saying like, yeah, that's where he's from because that's where he currently is. Oh, Because he plays football there, remember? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's confusing because some, I feel like some people put their hometown and then some people like where they're living. Anyway, whatever. Who knows? I was just like, oh, I never realized that this is Austria. I wonder what Austria is like. Anyway. Um, so then, um. James about hundred. Um, I didn't take very many notes about this episode at all. I'm not lying. I really think that's like kind of like all that I have up until the mental. So you'll have to kind of guide me through after Greg. I don't. I don't. I don't know what happens after Greg. You didn't take any notes. I can't find them. I know I took them. I just I don't know. I think maybe they got deleted or, and I looked at my deleted notes, but they weren't there. I don't know. They can look again. Because I know that, I think I just stopped. I don't remember why I stopped. <clears throat> so this is episode six, right? Mm. No, wait. We're talking about episode this... seven now. Oh, I thought you were talking about our podcast. <laughs> Episode 
Yeah, I don't know. I only have week six. Okay, yeah, here we are. Where gets the wild mom? Hometown of Seattle. Oh, it's the group date. Bubble date. So after after the Greg and Katie date, because he gets the rose on the one-on-one, they do the group date with Justin, Andrew, Blake, and Michael A. Oh, and Brendan. Hold on. Oh, well, also on that date, she notes that Greg was saying he felt she was saying that he seemed withdrawn. And then he was like, well, I was bullied. Which is like, what? um, pretty. Yeah, he was like, I was bullied growing up, and I, I don't let my guard down with everybody. So that's what he says to her, and then he decides to basically tell her he's falling in love with her. He tells her that on the dinner because I don't think that she has told him that yet, or he has told her that. So then he's like, I'm really excited. It was actually kind of cute how he said it, but to be honest, you know what I thought? I was like, this looks like. He thought it, he, it looks like he looked at himself in the mirror in his room and was like, I have to tell Katie I love her tonight. Like, what's my line going to be? Like, what's my, what's my line? Which, granted, everybody does, whatever. But it just seemed, like, very rehearsed, like, this final moment, even with his eyes and, mm. like, how he was looking at her. Like, all mm. of a sudden, it didn't look like he was very nervous or, like, weird anymore. Like, all of a sudden, he was like, okay, ready to act. <laughs> I'm an this actor. Is my moment. He was like, I'm really excited to show the fam. And he's like, I'm really excited to show my family the girl I'm falling in love with. And he looks right at her and you can tell she loves that. Blah, blah, blah. So basically <laughs> now she's picking him. Uh, um, oh, it has to be Blake. So then, yeah, we get the group date. Um, and then who's... Okay, so then it's who, the group date is... Justin, the, Andrew, mm-hmm. Blake, and Mike, and Mike A. Mm-hmm. And that leaves <laughs> Brendan and Mike P. So then mm-hmm. this is when the day card is coming in for the one-on-one. And Brendan's literally, again, praying to the gods. Um, <laughs> that it's him. But, uh, that it's and him. And it's it him. isn't. <laughs> and Mike P. gets it. Um, and Mike... Mike A was like, there's nobody more deserving, which I at this point I felt was true. I was like, yeah, I actually would really like to get to know this guy better. Like he's been an upstanding guy the whole time. He's has good values. He's handsome. Like I was excited to um, have him get the date card and he's been so respectful of the other guys. Like earlier he was Mm -hmm. like, you deserve it to to Greg. He was even saying that to him. And so I feel like everybody felt it was cool that Mike, he got it. And then Brendan just like, he like gets up. (laughs) He, like, stands up, and I think he literally had Blake in his head, like, you need the one-on-one man, like, uh-huh. like echoing, you need the one-on-one man, <laughs> 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 
So that's what I feel like he was thinking in that moment. And he stood up, basically goes to her room and is like, I want to know why. I feel like I have why am I to here? offer you and I want to know why. And I feel like he was expecting her to be like, no, like I really wanted to get to, like some sh- sort of reassurance. And she was like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, you can go. <laughs> was walking into it wanting to get reassurance because Blake made him nervous I think and I think he wanted to go and just like see her face to face and kind of like get an answer which I don't blame him for but yeah he did go into it um positive I think yeah. he, he went into it thinking I'm gonna go and show her like who I am and she's gonna remember and she's just like yeah there's not enough time <laughs> <laughs> so then the poor guy goes home and then I love how he goes to Mike A's room or who does he go to no he goes to Blake who which I guess is like his buddy and he goes he's like I'm leaving man and he's like, you know, it was a mutual decision. I was like, it was absolutely no, it wasn't. She literally was like, bring the guards out, out with contestant number six. And he was escorted out. He was, I love that he was just like, yeah, we came to a conclusion. Like, not really. I mean, I guess, yeah. but. Um, so yeah, then they go up, they go on the group date. I don't, I don't remember what they do on the group date. Isn't it just kind of casual? It's when they art. To, they oh, go no, to see the art, the, the, right. the like, um, what the heck is that artist with the um, vagina flowers? Yeah, I forget. I forget her. I forget her name. But then, yeah, Andrew. Like, it looks like a something? self-portrait. O'Keefe. Or- oh, it's O'Keefe. I don't know her first name, but her last name's O'Keefe. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, anyway, these guys to look at it. It's like a bunch of vagina-looking <laughs> paintings, which is obviously on purpose to make them all uncomfortable. And I love that the artist just shows up like behind one of them and scares them, scares him. I forget who she scares. She just like creeps up behind one of them looking at the picture and he's like, oh, and she's like, oh, so Larry. <laughs> and then she introduced herself and she's like, so what do you see when you look at it? And he was like, it's a little bit aggressive. She was like, it's a self portrait of my own vagina. <laughs> so yeah, like after that, everybody was like, okay, hey, we're here. And I love that they got to, um, do their own art. Didn't we already do this though? Or was that Tasha's season where they had to like draw? Stuff? Honestly, I can't remember. It's all blurring it because all I blurring. thought the same thing. It is all blurring. And I think it blurred because Blake had to do it again. And again, he was like, I don't do art. He was like, I don't, I don't yeah. I have no interest. And I'm pretty right. sure he just like drew something very graphic because they blurred it out. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure he just probably drew like doggy style or something like that. But then actually, yeah. he was funny. Like, and then I liked what, who, what did Justin say? Justin was just like, he's wild. Like, he'll do anything. And yeah. Just, like, showed him sitting there with his face, like, super, like, un- unfazed by himself. I was like, yeah, he's pretty funny. He is pretty <laughs> amusing. Um, he's, he's pretty cute. Uh, and then I was so excited to see Justin's because he's, that, he's the artist. I thought that that was what he was going by on the show. Yeah, but he literally did a beautiful flower and then... Stick figures. Yeah, stick figures. I was like, what? I was like, did he get nervous at the last second and not understand, like, what maybe she wanted? And Blake even said something. Blake was like, I saw the flower, and then the rest was just crab. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty funny. Yeah, so then they go to dinner, and she basically, like, gets all the conversations with all of them. And Justin does a better painting and shows it to her, and she seems to not really care about it, but they probably edited it out. It It was a nice picture that he painted. Mm-hmm. and had set up for her and she did acknowledge like I love that you express yourself through art and they have like a pretty steamy makeout. so I don't know when they started getting into each other maybe he's just a good kisser I don't know they apparently have a pretty big connection which everybody missed <laughs> yeah like what um <laughs> and then she talks to Michael A about um just basically saying like oh my god it was so sweet I was it like it was sweet she it was, was naive. like, oh, I, 
absolutely agree. And- she has like a, a a glamorized version of what it is to be a step parent, but right. I did think it the sentiment was sweet of like right. I'm all in. Because what else is she supposed to do? Yeah. What else is she supposed to say? Like, actually, I'm now thinking like, I really do think, though, that she would be all in for him and his son. And I love that she keeps referencing his son, um, like to Tasha and to the girls and to him. Like, I'm always giving you and your son the rose. I think that's really sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, he's going in like, I just want to we haven't really talked about all that yet. And she gives him good answers, I suppose. Um, right. I mean, as good as they can get. Uh, so I guess they have a good moment. Um her, and then Blake decides to be like, I don't love you yet. Also, by the way, no make out. Okay. So we're going back to the group. <laughs> he was the only one that didn't kiss her. On the, I know. On I was like, after saying that, and now you're not like, what? Yeah. I couldn't believe that. He was like, I'm not in love yet, but like, I'm getting there. I was like, ooh, that probably like, wasn't a good move. Well, I mean, at least he was honest. I mean, I guess, but. But he definitely should have like tried to I recover mean, with a kiss. Yeah. I don't know if he needed to say all that. I mean, I, he was trying to be honest, but at this point, it's like you, you, you literally only get like freaking 20 seconds with her and your words matter. So I was kind of like, that probably wasn't the best choice of words. But anyway, yeah. and then Andrew took her back to the, the one-on-one they had, which was sweet. And oh, that was a, really cute. Really emotional moment too. Like they, um, <sighs> she seemingly <laughs> was so into him. Right. And then right. He goes home. I was, was shocked it. because she was so into him during that like recreation thing. And then she sent him home. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. I didn't see that coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did she send, did she send, um, well, wait, does, when do people go home at the end of this episode or before the, the date that the other Mike has, does the other Mike have the date first? Huh? I don't remember, honestly. Okay, let me look. I mean, it doesn't matter if we go in order. <laughs> yeah, it's a okay, Oh, okay. Yeah, so after Michael A, then it's my, it after the conversation with Michael A, it's Mike P's one-on-one date. Um yeah, right. So Mike P gets the one-on-one and I hated him. Uh, yeah, I, I was, was like, you're so I've ever disliked him. I boring. Was like, I was like, you're boring. You're ugly. And you're creeping me out. Like, what <laughs> the hell happened? Right? And, like, she was so visibly uncomfortable. The whole thing was frustrating. I, I The whole thing was un- uncomfortable from start oh, to finish. I A hundred percent, yeah. And I feel like it was sweet. Like, whatever. Even the second he says hi to her, he's like, hi. She's like, oh, my God. Hi, how are you? He's like. Like in the most drippy voice I've ever heard him use. And all of a sudden I'm like, wait, like what? Like I've been so into him this whole time. And all of a sudden he shows up and I'm like, you look and sound like a drip already. Oh my God. And, and he, he told her he likes her because he, or she reminds him of his mom. This whole whole date was like, like, oh my God. I was like, okay, I get it. And like, yeah, you love your mom and, and you want someone like with the same qualities, but you don't like yeah, he tell the person you're it. trying to. He went way OD about it. And I don't want to say it's because like he's never had sex, but part of me is just like, I don't know. I feel like when people don't have, choose to not have sexual experiences with people, it's like they, I feel like it's hard to draw the line between 
like people you love intimately in that way and people you love intimately like how you love your mom like I don't know it was just kind of weird I was like no like you don't need to be comparing her over and over and over and over again to your mother like I get that all of your relationships are wholesome so it's like how is that creepy if you're a virgin you know what I mean but it's like it's just like it blurs the line I feel and it just it really showed on this date it was just so weird and he was honestly immature about the date and then that made me think, OK, the other guys are all assuming like he's done other things and like he's kind of implied that, you know, he's been a sexual being, you know, in some sort of way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really get that from this date. He literally was acting like a kindergartner. Like, couldn't he I know it was, it was just annoying. so like sanitized and it was so awkward and it yeah. there was no chemistry whatsoever. Yeah. And then like when he was like cuddling behind her, like whispering in her ear, like I could just see her like cringing it was so uncomfortable she was cringing and he was just being so weird and I love that the yoga instructor was like what are you doing yeah she was like a lot of nervous laughter which means they're (laughs) uncomfortable like she totally put them on the spot but I mean I think Katie was just trying to like not make him feel weird so she was laughing too but I was just like so unimpressed by him and then I was unimpressed by all the conversation and they were still giggling about how weird it was like halfway into it I was like okay Mm -hmm. get over it and then she didn't even take him to dinner. I was like, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. I knew Goodbye. that was happening. And yeah. then the show's Blake being like, I don't see him coming back. I was like, same, boo. And then Yeah, no, absolutely not. And I loved how she was so honest with him. She was like, um, I needed us to go to, like, the very, very top today. And that didn't happen at all. Did not happen. <laughs> absolutely not. So the only time I liked him on the date was when he came out in that weird-ass outfit that made him even more creepy and unattractive <laughs> somehow. Even though I don't know why it would, but it somehow did because he's so pure. You know? <laughs> but he didn't look cute, and he was like, oh, "It was so awkward." That, it was... <laughs> that was it. I was like, "Oh, he's funny," and then, it and that was out, it. So. <laughs> so then, after that horrible date, and you know, they take his bags. All the guys are kind of shocked, and then, then it's the rose ceremony. And then it's the rose ceremony. No cocktail party because she is like, "No, I know, I know what I want to do." No cocktail party. Rose ceremony. Oh, by the way, just seeing here, Jacqueline Secor is the woman who painted those paintings. Oh, okay, great. She must have been inspired by Georgia O'Keeffe. Oh, Georgia. That's her first name. (laughs) Look at that. My brain's working. (laughs) Your brain's working. Good job. (gasps) Thank you. So, yeah, then we have the rose ceremony, and I really didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know what was gonna happen. Shocked by Andrew. Just so, shocked. Yeah, so yeah, basically then she has the final four. Um, Andrew goes home and it's like the worst good one of the worst goodbyes I've ever seen, I think. Oh my god, and then he leaves her the no. Yeah, it was one of the worst goodbyes. Oh. And I was, was like, why did you do that? You clearly didn't want to. I know. Wait, Katie or him? Katie. Yeah, her. And then when he left the note, like, if you if if you change your mind, I'll be waiting. And then she goes back to ask him, like, if I you wanted to stay, like, would you would you? And he was like, mm, no. no. Kinda, Jason was like, he just said if you change your mind. But I thought, yeah, that's later. what I didn't get. And I don't think that he was expecting her to come running down the stairs. When he turned around and saw her running, I actually felt really bad for him because he thought that she was coming to be like, please, like, please come back, like, 
I love you. Like you could see that he was so excited to see her running down the stairs. And then she was, he was, he was surprised. Yeah. She was like, I just wanted to hug you one more time. Well, and then she said, like, if I like said you could, like, would you be interested in staying? I guess. And then I thought about it. I was like, why would he have like chosen to leave that note and then say no to her after running back to him? And I was like, she pro he probably was thinking like, you know, a lot of the time these relationships with the show don't work out. You know, I think that he was almost saying to her, like, you know, down the line, like, if this doesn't work out, like, come find me. Like, chances are I'll be around and I'll be able to accept you with open arms and, like, we can try this again. Like, I think that's what he was saying. Like, if outside of this, you know, setting and this, like, you know, utopia here, if, you know, you're still looking for me, I'll, I'll be waiting, you know. I yeah, don't think yeah. he expected her to come running. I think that the note was going to be, like, his last little, like, little happy little thing. And I like that he came to see her too and was like, I want to leave happy. Aww. Like, and he's just always been so fun this whole time, his laughter and just like his, his ability to just kind of make things like lackadaisical, like on the set, like, and with the guys. Yeah. And chill. And yeah. Like he just, he, what he really was like, so one of a kind. And I was almost kind of like, why are you letting him go? <laughs> I, I, I mean, she, I mean, she, at this point, it's like the, the goodbye was so dreadful and so long. Like, You've got to know that she was like, okay, I'm making the right decision, but this is fucking hard. Hard. And she even said, actually, she even said, I'm not really like that confident in it, but I mean, I'm, I mean, it's got to say something that there's still four guys left and she felt she had to send him home. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was just heartbreaking. And when he was like, it just wasn't enough. Like, oh, that's always so hard. But Yeah. Anyway, like I was I, shocked. Was she I, kept Justin over I, Andrew. Yes. Like, I was just how? like, what? Like, how in the world? I don't know. They must just not be showing us shit with her and Justin. Yeah, or she's just, like, or she's just been wanting to, like, explode it with Andrew, and it just wasn't getting there. Like, it was it was really, really, really good, but she just couldn't get it to, like, explode there, hmm. you know, into, like, the love territory. But, yeah, so then, all right, we do the, we are at the, the mental off. We're, we're oh. to, to portion three of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we are booking it. I'm very proud of us. I'm proud of us too. We're getting good. Uh, um, I actually kind of enjoyed this mentel all. It was pretty, I, I thought it was uh, amusing. Usually I hate the, the mentel all or the women tell all because everybody argues over each other literally like the whole time. I mean, there it, was plenty of that. There was plenty of that. But for some reason this time, like I found it more amusing i don't i'm not sure why it just seemed a little bit more like organized chaos and i thought uh taisha and caitlin did great but first we need to circle back because we left out the entire opening of the mentel all which is michael a leaving oh right so okay, we'll talk about that at the end okay okay let's not forget again <clears throat> okay so Oh, I love them. They're so, yeah. and I freaking loved Tasha's hair like that. I was like, girl, that is the style. I thought for they did you. great. Yeah, she looked so, she's so freaking beautiful. The whole they, time I was uh, thinking, like, I love their reactions too. Like, every time stuff started happening, they were leaning together and just, like, I pressing, know. they were just like <laughs> pressing their cheeks against each other. And like, Tasha was I know. Just, like wide eyed and like, I just feel like that's little. how you and I would be. Yeah. I just love the two of them. I hope that they're really good friends in real life because it looks like it. And I just love, yeah. like, look at Tasha with her like little mouth part just like and her she's so eyes, like, fucking gorgeous and then you have caitlin on the other side of her like oh what like triple chinning like just being hilarious <laughs> and just like making all these 
crazy faces. I just love the two of them together. And they didn't look nervous at all. And they know everything like handled a teleprompter, like a fucking pro handled it. So great. Like, like they've done all that before. I was like, wow, like they were really ready for this. So I, I say job well done. Although I did write down that part of me missed Chris Harrison. Honestly, I miss like the host idea. I guess I don't really miss him, but I, I kind of miss like his cadence and almost like his voice. Like I kind of miss it. No, I, I know what you're saying, but what I think it is, is I think I miss the, the control he had over the whole thing. Like he was in charge like Mm -hmm. yesterday. Nope. Today's Wednesday. Monday's episode felt like no one was really in charge. Like, you know, Caitlin and and Tasha were sort of like when it was commercial time. But like, you know, like Chris would have. Yeah, I don't want to talk about yeah, him. I don't know. Commanding. He he had more experience. He is more. He's more commanding. Yeah, but I feel like they could also find like a commanding. I don't know. Yeah, it just like, it just felt like. Yeah. A more formal, and that's what we've been saying the whole time, like a more formal uh, head person. Well, I mean, at the same time, maybe I'm not really um, meaning what I say, because I did say I usually don't really like the tell-alls, and this one I did like. And maybe there was something about them kind of like being in on all the gossip and like being not mm. so formal that it is actually something that I liked about it. Because I did, Yeah, that's true. Great. Because it was just, like, a big hang. Yeah. And I did say that. I think way back when we were starting this, I was like, I would love to see them, like, host the men tell all in the finale. Like, I think mm. that would be interesting to see. And I think they did have some elements of formality in, in this one. But they were also still mm-hmm. pretty casual. So mm-hmm. maybe part of me doesn't really miss the formality here. I, I literally think I just miss his voice. Like, I miss his voice over the, um, like, over the you know, you know, the voiceovers and stuff, you know, in between <laughs> episodes and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I miss that, like, that voice, which is interesting. Yeah. You, uh, you next really week on The yeah, Bachelor. Yeah, you really did make a mark on the franchise. Like, I really, The Med Tell yeah, You know what? That's <laughs> all I miss. That's, I just like his voice. Um, okay, yeah. so they need a new voiceover person. I'm for hire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, like, maybe they do kind of need, like, a, a male counterpart. I do kind of miss, like, the guy in the suit. I even found myself getting uh, annoyed at the clicking of the heels every time Caitlin and Tasha left. It was, like, the two of them, like, <laughs> clicking. Well, I mean, that could be solved very right. easily. Very easily. <laughs> just, like, I feel like they didn't know what they were going to be doing either with Tasha and Caitlin. Like, it was all new. Um, so maybe yeah. they will give, like the host of the actual show a more formal role next time. I think I would have um, maybe enjoyed then their casual contrast with the exactly all a little bit better. But well, I and that's why I was saying like them. they, I feel like they should have done that with the girls, like made one more, well, whatever. Right. We've or like have them, had them, you know, use the two of them as two right. play different roles. Right. Like use them in different scenes for different things. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I thought their, uh, I thought that their like rhetoric with everybody was cute and how they were acting and they mm-hmm. really let it along. Like it was organized. So they mm-hmm. talk about, they start off with getting the stupid stuff out of the way. And for some reason, just Brendan thinks that everybody wants to hear him speak, which I think is funny. 
Like nobody knows who you are. And now all of a sudden you're just like here being like, yeah, he was kind of funny, but it was kind of like, oh my God. Like, I really think you have a little bit of an inflated view of how much people really saw of you. And granted, maybe, I don't know when they filmed the men tell all, but Hmm. I mean, I'm sure he's been watching. Like you've seen that nobody really has invested in you and I'm sure you've seen the memes. So basically yeah. he rips into Carl about being like, you knew, you didn't think it was anybody. Which we got clarity on because, oh my God. Oh my God, I just said it. Clarity. <laughs> I said clarity. <laughs> Jason actually cracked that joke last night. She was like, I have the clarity. She, Katie said that and Jason was like, oh, that was last season. I know. She finally said clarity and I was like, they pushed it. They pushed, yeah. She had a conversation with a producer that was like, I think you really need clarity. Yeah, <laughs> One of those Their key words. phrase. Yeah, one of those vocab words. But yeah. anyway, we did get clarity on whether or not Carl just got lucky that someone was there after he accused people of being there for the wrong reasons, or if he actually knew about Thomas. And from what it seemed like, he had no idea. He just yeah, got lucky. He had no idea, and he just got lucky. And I love that he was like, of course it was freaking Thomas. Yeah, and, and basically then, all the guys are like, absolutely not. Because and Trey breaks it down. He's like, you said two people, so that means you know, with his fingers and everything. And Courtney, and Courtney, at one point, just goes, "Dude, just stop!" Like we all know you did. Like, yeah, like, it's just like cut the crap. Like what are you doing? Know. I was also reminded in those few moments that Carl is a motivational speaker, and oh my god, uh, please don't ever buy me a ticket to be motivationally motivated. By Carl. No, he makes me <laughs> motivated to hurt experience. him. He is so stressful <laughs> when he gets going. I know his eyes like bug out of his face. Yeah, I'm not going to to one of his uh one of his speaks speak speak one of his, one of his speaks. Uh, whatever, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm not going. <laughs> um, so I guess we get all that like stupid stuff out of the way and Aaron says bro about 50,000 times and- oh my god oh my god and Katie calls Aaron Thomas <laughs> oh my god that was so freaking funny oh my god I lost Hilarious. my mind yeah, it was so funny lost his crap too but honestly he's so annoying like I can't, I'm kind of glad that that happened to him if I heard him say bro one more time and why was he so tan I'm sorry it's inappropriate I think he was on bachelor in paradise oh yeah that's true oh you're right you're right you're right that is why he's so tan but he was definitely the tannest one there there were other guys on bachelor in paradise Oh, maybe maybe they don't ba- have the melanin. Is Brendan on Bachelor in Paradise too? Oh. I was gonna say maybe that's why he thought everybody would care about him because he was just. I don't know. All up in Bachelor. I don't in Paradise. think so. I don't yeah, remember. I don't think he's in it. Mm. Um. So yeah, she calls him Thomas. Freaking funny as hell. Um. Oh my god, in Tasha's face, she was like, <gasps> like she was just as shocked, and she was like, Katie. <laughs> pretty funny. Oh my god, Thomas. But then I did kind of like. So then everybody starts trying to, um drag hunter about being like thomas and then um i don't know hunter i think what hunter said is true i thought he like the guys were all being like you know taking like low blows like james was like yeah half the size twice the asshole like honestly like save it yeah like, like yeah, save not it. funny right. it just makes you look immature and right. i don't like you anyway because you look like that villain from the incredibles anyway 
<laughs> so then Hunter's just like, you know, I feel like in this setting, we don't, you don't always know what to say and do. And I remember talking about that in a past you, episode. Yes. And you know what? I thought the same thing when he said that. I was like, oh, Emily's going to love that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm glad that he said that. And I'm glad that he kind of was that voice because up until this point, like, you know, they're all calling Thomas manipulative again, which I do feel is kind of like, I don't, we don't really know for a fact. Yeah. I'm when Aaron was sure. like, I think he's a bad guy. Yeah. I was I'm like, not, how why? long did you know yeah, him? But <laughs> drama the whole time. All he wants to do is talk shit about people and say, call people yeah. bro. Like, goodbye. Bro, bro, um, bro, bro, bro. Um, but yeah, like, again, I don't really, we don't really know that about the guy. And I do think that the setting kind of um, threw him for a loop. But granted, there were things about Thomas that were sketchy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, she ends up like doing a video chat with him, which I thought was interesting. It was so um, he awkward. Seem a little rehearsed. He but absolutely I was like, um, so I just wanted to ask you why it was so abrupt. <laughs> I know, like, she's like, she basically is like, um, basically, like, you laughed in my face when I was crying. Like, she seems to still be really annoyed with him, which I thought was funny. Like, she really must have rubbed her the wrong way. I think like, he just some, has, like, an, a massive lack of self-awareness. Yeah, I think he's just not good with social cues. And, um, yeah, I think, yeah, you're right. I just really don't think he knew how to handle this situation. And I think he probably is a good guy, but I don't think he was able to, like, let go and be himself. I, re- I really feel like... That, that was part of the issue. And maybe he is like, maybe he's not the best guy to date. Maybe he's on the do not date list. Like maybe, no, I, I don't just, really know. I just I feel bad because it seems like the Bachelor franchise shoot him up and spit him out. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. It did. Absolutely. did. And I think he did try to redeem himself a little bit, which maybe it worked kind of. I mean, he was polite and he was, but he was always polite. So I don't know. But Kate, Katie's like, like she was not having it with him. Yeah. yeah. It's still something I kind of don't understand. And she doesn't really get, she didn't really give me enough clarity on why she was so pissed about that. Mm -hmm. But I guess she just didn't really like how she probably felt like he wasn't listening to her. Like if you're laughing or something and like not listening, well, like you're not get, you're not, you're not reading something correctly. If you, if someone's crying in front of you and you're like, or you're too focused (laughs) on what you need to say and like, you know, or you're too focused on how you're going to like look or be perceived. And like maybe that wasn't like, you know, malicious or, you know, he wasn't trying to like, you know, get Katie to come to his lair. Like, I don't know, like to manipulate her. Like I just, I just really come to my manipulative lair. I think think you hit the nail on the head. I think it shoot him up and spit him out. And I think they kind of did that to Hunter too. Mm, Yeah. Um, Especially with that. When they recapped his lying, I was like, I know, I know. Oh my God. And you know what? I knew that was going to be his defense too, because that was literally the only way you could justify it. Right. And even then, mm, if you watch that clip back where Shay Asks him, Shay Coulee, the drag queen, um, asked him if he's in love with Katie. He's like, I don't think I've had enough time to explore to say that fully. Oh, yeah. They straight up unpacked that lie about him saying, <laughs> I'm falling in love with her versus I'm actually not. And they also unpacked him saying that he didn't have a final four list, which he absolutely, absolutely did. Yeah. And he was and like, I, I don't know why he wouldn't have said I have a final four list. Maybe that's why they started um, getting on him about being like a fanboy because he wasn't honest about that. Like, I don't know Mm -hmm. why he wouldn't have wanted to share that. I was actually surprised that they kept that in the editing, maybe because it was part of the drama, because I feel like anytime anyone like references like the setting or like the situation, they cut it out. But I feel like if it has enough um, like relevancy to what's going on, they'll keep it. So mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of interesting that they kept him like on the couch saying he knew the final four. Like I thought that was kind of funny. So I don't know why he thought that she would be pissed about that. I mean, of course, like 
whatever. Like you can like say who you think it's going to be. What's the big deal? So, yeah. Not like you have, like, she's going to be mad. I don't know. Yeah. Shoot him up. and Well, and like everyone is thinking that I'm sure like, oh, who do you think will be the top four? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's why it's like, okay, get off of Thomas, get off of like, get off of these two guys for knowing what happens on this fucking show. You know what I mean? Like get off of these guys for acknowledging the things that happen on the show. That's that. Yeah. I think that's what I was like. Everybody's shut up, you know. <laughs> but I do think that was in you exactly. Shoot them up, spin them out. I. But I do think that's the way that they're alike. I don't think that they're alike in the ways that they were like jerks to Katie. You know. I think. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. I don't think either one of them is manipulative. I don't think that you know Connor was strate- or Hunter was strategic. Like, give me a fucking break. And no one cares about what James and Brendan think anyway. So literally yeah. no one. So then Connor gets to go in the hot seat. And I really do love Connor. And again, Aubrey, he got away okay. with the song. Okay, this time you didn't like. I it. didn't love it. <laughs> <laughs> I okay, fine. I was like seventy five percent. I wasn't a hundred percent like I was the last two, but I was seventy five because no, I no, no, know somebody like him. Mm. So anyway, why? Did yeah, you it? <laughs> no, no, no. Like I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that I was also. I mean, I wasn't like, oh my god, he got away with it again. Like I was last time because, like, I really wanted to not like it last time when he did it the second time. And then I was like, oh, wait, I liked it. This time, <laughs> I was like, oh, he's going to do it. <laughs> he's do and it. it wasn't bad. And it was cute. Yeah, but maybe, maybe. Over but I don't know. May, may, I and, you know, it might not have even been, you know, it could have it could have been a producer's thing where they, like, asked him to do right. do it. So, right. like, we don't know if he's we choosing to. That's true. And it seemed like the timing was good. Like, I think it was right before a commercial break or something. Like, I remember thinking it just fit in with what was going on. It was like a, a nice little cap to the segment. And also, thinking, why else would he have brought his ukulele? Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, they pro- they, I mean, they probably did ask him to do that. So, yeah, whatever. I mean, don't push it, dude, but you're still cute. Um, and then oh, also, that good bachelor. We haven't really, we haven't really talked he's about that. He's not cute enough. You don't think he's cute enough? Oh, hmm. he might be a good bachelor. And that girl was a plant. She was hired on uh, oh, casting. Oh, absolutely. I, absolutely I, I found that out because I was listening to um, Chatty Broads when I was in the shower this afternoon. And they were one of them had the full casting notice pulled up. And it was basically the entire scenario description of what happened in the show. Yeah. And you could tell that she had one job to do. She was like, I am hired to go up there and kiss him because she didn't even like say a word. She just like started sucking his face. I was like, oh my God, this girl did the damn thing. She had one job. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. It was kind of cute because he definitely didn't know that was going to happen. 
So yeah, no. I think that that threw him for a loop, which I I got a kick out of his reaction. Probably yeah, gave him was, a good little boost. Yeah, probably gave him a cute little cute little boost. But and it was so cute how he started giggling with Tasha and Caitlin about how he did his <laughs> like his exes. For a second, I was like, oh my god, it's like we're not even filming. Like Tasha and Caitlin were yeah. just like, oh my god, you did, and they were all just laughing about it. And he was like, yeah, I did. I can so picture him doing that. The poor guy. They really dragged him for that kiss thing, though. That was pretty funny. And looking back at it, it's like, damn, Katie. But she didn't mean that. And I think that she did end up clarifying that later. She's like, there just wasn't that feeling there. It's not really the kiss. It's just like the feeling. There wasn't that spark. There wasn't the spark, but yeah. or maybe she was saying that because he's a terrible kisser and I she enjoyed, didn't want to. I enjoyed them talking to him. I enjoy him, and I did just remember that he's in the he's on Bachelor in Paradise. He's in the cast. He is okay, but yeah, I'm. I did he look tan? I don't remember if he looked tan or not. He looked okay. Just I, Aaron was just like I just can't. He's like he's like a piece of bacon. Like he looked like a piece of. Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I can't. <laughs> That was such a good analogy. That color that like, but, yes. yeah. so like reddish brown. Yeah, yeah. Um, just uh. out of control. Just out of control. Ah, <laughs> uh, anyway, I can't remember if Connor I looked remember tan. Thinking, I remember thinking a couple times during this mental, I was like, "This is out of control." Like, <laughs> um, and then we what did we talk to Andrew too? Yes, he looks handsome with a short haircut too. Andrew's hot. Andrew was hot. Yeah, and he looked. Yeah, he looked, he looked cute with that haircut. I remember. I wrote that. Yeah, down. I like him. I like him a lot. Um, <laughs> and then I mean, of course, we talked to Michael A. And we get a little bit of clarification on you know his mm. exit. Mm. Which okay, I mean, I, we have to talk about this because we have very different opinions, right? And not. I mean, not so different. I have had some more time to think about it, <clears throat> but I mean, go ahead. Well, no, because I have I have the contrasting opinion from you. So why don't you tell us how you felt? And then I will. Well, I mean, and I spoke to my, I was talking to my mom about it. And she was like, if you're a parent, it's just like, that's, if you're a parent and your kid is making you feel like they're, you know, in a situation where they're vulnerable or, and they're feeling like you're not there for them, you're, you're going to go. And, and this second, is a kid who lost his mother recently. And this is a kid who lost his mother recently. He's like three years old, I think. He's four. I don't know. I mean, I guess I don't. I I probably was. It's definitely a super unpopular opinion. And I think in general, my opinion on Michael A. This whole time has been an unpopular opinion because I've I've said from the beginning that he shouldn't be here, and right. kind of kind of like pretty early on. I mean, I liked him early on because I'm, he's an incredible guy. Like he's an amazing guy. It's almost like the franchise doesn't deserve him. Like, mm. you really shouldn't be here. <laughs> like, you should not be <laughs> yeah. here. Honestly. Like, like this was a fluke. <laughs> yeah, this is a fluke. Um, but he just, there's just too much going on for this poor guy. There's just too much going on. And I think that he was so desperate to, like, find something for his son and for himself that he and and to take a, take a risk and change his life. Like, I, I really just feel like he had the best intentions. Um, I, I don't think that he, I did say at one point to Aubrey, I was like, this just makes it seem like... He he is chickening out, and the kid is convenient. Using his son up. as his excuse. This is an excuse. 
because he's unsure, which listen, people, I don't care how nice the guy is. It could be part of it. It could that be is, that part is of certainly it. a possibility. Because if she was worth it, like he said to her, it's how amazing it is to fall in love twice. Do you remember when he fucking said that to her? That was po- poetry like that. It was incredible. She she was like, it, like, I just feel like at that point it was like you just wrapped her right around your finger. So if you don't mean that, that's dirty. And I feel like the guy had such good intentions and was so looking forward to finding a connection that was like, yeah, my second love, my second love for me, for my son. I think that he was just so in love with the idea. That, and I don't think that he was in love with her. And I think that he let her, I truly think that he let her on a little bit. And I was, I was kind of annoyed. I was annoyed because he was almost about to go home for one. You've been FaceTiming your kid this whole time, every day. You're an amazing dad. It's not like you're actually, you know, neglecting the child because you don't care about the child. It's been maybe a month. This is where I guess I was coming from, but I'm not a parent again. Yes. And I come from, I mean, this is what I I feel like you bring the psychology to everything. Well, I know we can both talk about it, but I mean, you're the expert. Um, and I kind of just bring like, you know, what I think in terms of the show and just right, yeah. seen before. Um, and I do feel like it was unfair to her. And I think that she knew that she was like, I totally understand, um, in the moment, but I'm, I'm mad and I'm angry. And I, I guess that's where I was at too. It just, I couldn't really wrap my head around it. And it just made me think that he wasn't as honest as I thought he had been being, because if she was worth it for you, for your son, you were almost done. I just, I, I don't understand how one thing that the kid said, which could have been, you know, which could have been cooed and reassured and, you know, cause he's an amazing dad and he loves the kid. So I don't know. I think it just threw him for a loop and he lost it. And I, I think that he was in a mental space that was not good. He wasn't ready. He, and he's been a, he's been a tank of tears this entire time. And everybody has been a tank of tears from his story. And I just don't think that it belonged here with Katie. And I feel kind of bad that now she kind of has like, I don't know. He was a great option. He was, he was, I think she was like totally in love with the idea of him and being with him. And I, I just, I agree. Her. I but agree anyway, that she was totally in love with him. With that being said, Aubrey had a lot of, um, you know, all Aubrey studies, you know, children with trauma and she, you had some amazing points too that you told me. So you can share those, but I mean, I guess so that was I, my opinion. I disagree that he was not in love with Katie. I really do think he was. I think he was surprised by how quickly it happened because he said he was very skeptical in the beginning. And then he was like, oh, fuck, like I am falling in love with her. And like, what a gift. But oh my God, yeah, that was so beautiful. And I am not a parent either. Uh, I have <laughs> a lot of fucking God kids. <laughs> I was about to say, like, I have two godchildren, but that's not true. I now have four um, because two of them are siblings. And then Aubrey. Yeah. Anyway, uh, and I have like a very, very special, unique connection, which is probably nowhere near what it is like to have a, a mother child connection. But I can understand how the minute your kid says something like, oh, maybe you just don't want to see me anymore. He's a four year old kid. So that means he feels like his dad is not there and he has abandoned him. As a father who has just walked your kid through losing his mom yeah. and now is going away, like it doesn't matter how good of a parent you are. It's the perception of your kid. Mm-hmm. Like 
too bad if we all think you're a wonderful parent. Like if your kid is feeling abandoned and feels like you're not there, you go the minute. And it's not even a, a question. Like you just do it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you're absolutely right. I feel like you grounded me when you, when you said that, um, and like, and that's yeah, a traumatizing so thing. So I'm like that. It, the reason that's such a big deal about like the kid feeling abandoned is because that is the basis of attachment issues and attachment issues are almost all of the time, the basis for, well, that's I shouldn't say that, but a lot of the time attachment issues are the basis of mental health issues. Um, and so the attachment style you develop in childhood is very crucial to how you move through the world later in life. And right. If you, and those are crucial years, like zero to three and four. Right. So Um, I just, I see it that way and I see it as. No, you're right. I mean, because when, if if it's like, if a kid is saying words, it's like, that's real to them. It's like they're, they don't have the capacity to, you know. Uh, glaze over things or kind of be direct. And this kid isn't trying to manipulate his father in any way. He's, it's obvious he just misses him and feel, and it's like he, he can't, he doesn't have the mental capacity because he's four (laughs) to contextualize and conceptualize what is actually going on and where his dad is. The only thing that he truly understands is that his dad is not there with him. Right. Yeah. And and so he did say, you know, to the girls when he was in the hot seat, he was like, um, it's always a ju- it's always a battle of like juggling, like trying to get what you want and what would be good for you and you know your family, and then what would be good for just him. And it's like a constant battle, you know. Yeah, and I think selfish for choosing yourself. Absolutely, you're you're totally right, and I think that I also just have more of that perspective right now because I have a lot of people in my life who are young parents. Well, not yeah, I meant parents of young children, not mm-hmm. like they're young parents. True. Um, and so I have a lot of conversations about that with them just on like a a regular basis. So I, I understand how truly hard it is to like do anything for yourself without feeling guilty about your kid. Yeah. It's crazy. At the end of the day, I know I'm an empathetic person, but in my, in my older years, I've, I'm learning that I am a little rigid. Like there are some, there are some things that I find myself having like a rigid reaction to, and I was almost kind of grossed out at the rigid reaction that I've, I've been having to Mike A. Um, so I don't know. Well, I think that's, sorry, as a social worker and like a, a therapist in training, I find that fascinating. And I would love to know like what sets you off. So do I, I don't know. I don't know. But I think it's also just because, um, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what set me off about him because I, I mean, he's an incredible person. And like I said, I don't think that he belongs on this show. Like he, he like he's too pure. He's too amazing. He's too perfect. Like mm. he, he was just, I mean, not perfect, but he was just such a genuine, like well-intentioned dude. So honestly, like I don't really know why. Guy. <laughs> I don't really know why it set me off, but I just, I guess I just thought it was all kind of strange. Like He's, although you, you could see that the phone call really threw him, like you could see his heartbreak, like in the moment and he just went running for his son. But mm-hmm. I guess I thought it was weird that he hugged the PA on the way out. Like it was almost well, like cause the PA, oh, sorry, go ahead. Like, what did she know? Like it, it just, it didn't really make sense to me how all of a sudden he just hung up, hung up, hung up the phone, stood up, 
went, went to go leave the door. He hugged the PA, d- didn't say anything to the PA, and then went to Katie's room and basically said that he's leaving. Didn't shed many tears at all. Okay, all right. I think you're getting caught up in the editing, though, because you don't know any of this for a fact. This is only what's been presented to you. That's true. Yeah, and I don't know why this set me off. It's a good question. I have been in situations where, like, haven't you ever been in a situation where something, like, really bad has happened to someone that you're in the room with and, like, you witness this whole thing and, like, you try not to be there, but then, like, when they stand up and acknowledge that you're there, like, you just give them a hug because, like, what the fuck do you say? That's true. Because she did hear his kid say that. I'm sure she heard him say that, and she probably heard his voice crack. I mean, it was heartbreaking. It was heartbreaking. Yeah, and, like, who doesn't want a hug after that? I knew this was going to happen. Maybe that's why I'm annoyed, because I knew Mm. he was going to do this. You saw it coming. I knew he was going to do this. I, I knew, yeah, I saw it coming. And part of me, I guess, just feels... Uh, angry for her because as amazing as he is, it's like that must be kind of frustrating for her to have him be such the, like, he's like basically the angel in the situation, but it's like, she still really got hurt and he's still really, um, yeah, no, it sucks her off. Yeah. So I guess that's kind of where, where I was coming from with it. And I was, thinking, it doesn't make it any less hurtful no, to yeah, Katie. So I like it sucks. It's not really that serious. I mean, you know, obviously his, his connection with his son is something beautiful and you know, the trauma mm-hmm. with the children is absolutely true. And the fact that he, um, you know, is so concerned about his son is just really very beautiful. Um, but yeah, I guess he just had, I mean, you had the whole time to kind of realize that this is what you were going to be committing to this process. Like you had months and months and months of vetting. I'm sure he went to a billion auditions. I'm sure. And he had time to go home and fill the men, film the men tell all it's, it's just like, I don't know. I, I just, it's I, weird I to me that all a little complicated and, as great as he is, it's still maybe in the back of his head was an easy out. I, I'm sorry. Just, just maybe, maybe a little bit, but I don't know. I just we'll don't see know. how that's an easy out. Like, yeah, that's a, that's a, a back pocket out, but. Well, maybe he was just like, you know, this isn't worth it anymore because my son is hurting and she's not worth it anymore. You know? I mean, that's, that's exactly what, what happened. Said. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what happened. Yeah, and that sucks, but also, like, that's his kid, and this is some woman that he doesn't know except for a few weeks. Well, he was all wrapped up in it before. He thought it was going to change him and his son's life. Right, of course, but then his kid was like... I think reality (laughs) checked in for this dude, and I just, yeah, that's basically it. I just, I knew that he didn't belong there, and that this was going to happen, so maybe that's why. But I don't know. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, in terms of the show, like, I didn't think they'd end up together even though I wanted that because I I kind of saw it like I don't know and I just think she has a kind of a naive idea about what it will actually be she did she did and I think it was all too much for her it was too much for him let alone for her Mm. yeah so the fact that she was able to just so gracefully juggle him along with everybody else and she had been so great to him and so um you know uh, understanding about his son Mm -hmm. and then you know, feel dropped off like that. I felt, I felt, I felt for her, but, um, I feel for him too. And, um, you know, it's obvious that people feel for him because he had everybody in the room basically crying. He got a standing ovation. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, oh my God, they don't deserve you. Get out of here. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know. Seriously. Um, and he was very well-spoken. He's very smart. Um, and he even said he would give her another shot because Caitlin asked. I, and I love that when she came butt. out, he, she had to say that she got flustered. 
when Katie she did, did when Caitlin asked her that. Yeah, she did. And she but, saw and him right away. She came out and was like, nice beard. <laughs> I can't tell if she got flustered because she's engaged with to someone currently. Or because and, she's single. And that or, drew her. Mm-hmm. It could be either one. Yeah, really. My mom is so funny. Uh, she's like, I don't think she picks anyone. Literally every season, she's like, I don't think she's going to pick anyone. <laughs> but maybe this time she really doesn't. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? We will um, see. I still think the best part of this mental all was just when Connor got the kiss and the guy's reactions. Like everybody's reactions were just so funny. And then when he went oh, in for the like, second ooh. kiss, I love the guys were like, oh yeah. And Trey was just like, what? Like every like people they couldn't believe it. Their reactions were pretty funny. That whole moment was pretty funny. But oh, yeah, I actually enjoyed the mental all. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. But do you think that that's the end of Michael A? I do. I just won't see him anymore. Yeah. I feel bad. You know what I mean? Like, I feel bad. Like, I almost feel, like, badly that I felt so rigidly towards him in the mo- Like, because, I don't know. We I guess we already said what we need to say. But, <laughs> yeah, something something about it, I don't know. Yeah, just didn't didn't sit well with me. That's okay. I mean, I hope, I hope that he finds his happiness and I hope that he has some calm and peace after this because that poor guy was spinning around a million miles per hour. Seriously. He had good that... intentions. He had good intentions, but whoa, mm-hmm. mama. That yep. was a lot. And it also makes me think like that the, that the, <laughs> sorry, this is actually kind of like, <laughs> it also makes me think that the franchise should be a little bit more understanding about the contestants with kids and that they should give them more clearance or like a visitation option or something, something to handle the people with kids a little bit better. Yeah. I wonder, um, because they are, they would be part of this marriage to Katie, you know, it's mm -hmm. not just like a cousin or a sister. It's like the people with kids, they should, I don't know. I, it was sad that he went through that. And to be mm-hmm. honest, it's like they probably in, they probably benefited from all of it because it made for great TV, and it's just another reason for us to, you know, curse curse the franchise. But <laughs> it was just so much, man. It was just like broke my brain, I guess. Every yeah. Day, so every we only have day. two episodes left. Yeah, we do. So home. I feel like I don't know anything about. Justin, I'm so annoyed. Well, at least we know, at least we only feel that about one person, not like Matt's season. We were literally like, who are any of you? Who are all of you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. The Justin over Andrew thing. Yeah, I, I will not get over it. Um, <laughs> I uh, will not. I yeah. refuse to get over this. Are there only two? I thought maybe there's three. No, I think there's only two. It's Hometowns and then the finale. Yeah. Hmm. I thought that she goes on one final. Oh, yeah, because the finale is like. Oh, Fantasy Suites. But doesn't. Yeah, Fantasy Suites. So there's three. I think there's Hometowns. Then there's, yeah, like Final Dates and Suites. And then um, and then the finale, I think. I really think there's only two episodes, though. I think they're trying to combine. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever. This is not Sometimes important. there's a two-night thing. Uh, well, I have faith in us. We'll figure it out. <laughs> well, anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed that threefer. First time. A threefer. I got, yeah. I don't know what I'm gonna label this episode. Label it threefer. Threefer. <laughs> I like all my funny puns though. I'm trying to think like what can I say about Brendan? Like 
I don't know. Who are you? <laughs> we'll text about it. Well, we'll get there. <laughs> well, all right, listeners. Thanks for tuning in. I think that we should be on track after this. I don't have any more plans to travel. <laughs> so we should be all on, on point. And we'll see you next ooh, time ooh. here on Bed Batch and Beyond. 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 <laughs> Maybe that's what, remember when you were like, you should write a single class. you like, Bed yeah. Batch and Beyond. <laughs> oh my God, will you yodel at the end of it? <laughs> no, that's way too much. No. I need you to. <laughs> oh my God, I think we would lose all of our listeners, all six. <laughs> okay. Which is all of our family. <laughs> Toodaloo, everybody. Wait, where are you? I can't find you on my... Eh? Where's my Zoom? I'm here. Yeah, where are you? I don't see you. Oh, there you are. Okay. <laughs>